Hi there, Pastor Gwen. Oh, I'm so excited about these next episodes of The Pastor's Table. We've been talking about identity. So phenomenal. We are just ourselves, and we're hoping that you will learn to be just who God has created you and love who he's made you to be. We've been reading from John chapter 15 and first uh, and Peter, second uh, Peter 2. And you know what? We just, we just want you to hear the goodness of God and what we're sharing here. And it'll bless you mightily. Amen? Get ready. You'll be blessed. Hi there. Here we are again. Praise the Lord. We have had such a great start to this year, and God's been doing some wonderful things in our midst. Amen. We're just so glad for God. One of the things that is so big on my heart is us being who we are with you, who you are. It's a great strength to know who God has made you and to love that person. I think a lot of people struggle with that, wouldn't you say so? No, absolutely. I did for most of my life. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it good that we can help others do it earlier? Yeah, amen. Oh, amen. <laughs> I think that's it's so big on all of our hearts to see everyone uh, uh, come to the place where they're happy with who God made them. Yeah. And loving God in a, in a yeah. real way. Amen. In a real way. As we've been praying and talking in our groups and our prayer meetings, We've talked a lot about things that really boil down to identity, mm -hmm. although we've talked about not having uh, um, formulas in the way we do things. And, and personally, I am a person who likes to have everything lined up nicely. Mm -hmm. And especially with my uh, background in Salvation Army, everything was very ordered because it was <laughs> like the Army. Yep. And they functioned like an Army. And the way I was made, it made me very happy to mm -hmm. have all those lines and orders. And so I thought for years, that uh, that was how we should live our Christian life. <laughs> Most of my battles were self-induced. <laughs> <laughs> As I struggled to do everything right. <clears throat> and, uh, but uh, that, that perfect part, I just want to be perfect, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't work out so well. No. John chapter 15 has always been a very special chapter for me personally. And talking about how how really the whole chapter, we could pull it apart verse by verse and be here for the next year <laughs> because we're pastors and we like to do that. And just that, that true place where God's character comes into our heart. Mm -hmm. And when we allow his character to take us and, to, and yield to that, that vine, that true vine, his character, his ways, begin to manifest in our life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. And I think it's summed up in this verse, but we can talk about any of these. And, and I'm just going to start here because it's what's been on my heart. Greater love hath no man than this. It says in verse 13 of chapter 15 of John. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And I can remember the first time it really hit me right in the head that, that God didn't just, Jesus didn't just lay down his life for me because he was saving the world. Mm -hmm. But that place of partnership, that place of walking beside yeah. me and knowing me as a friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, wow. And, yeah. and then uh, you are my friends if you do whatsoever I mm -hmm. command you. Amen. Henceforth, from here on after, I'm not going to refer to you as servants. And, and that doesn't mean as a son or daughter of God that I never want to serve God or any of those things. But I'm not serving to get something. I'm not serving for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's right. It's not like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I think of serving, uh, you brought it up recently in one of your sermons about how we minister to the Lord. Yeah. 
and, and that service. But ministry to the Lord isn't bringing him a cup of water. No. <laughs> it's offering that place of our heart to him. Mm-hmm. It says, the servant knows not what his Lord does, but I've called you friends for mm-hmm. all things, all things that I've heard of my father, I've made known unto you. And Amen. I get real excited about that. Amen. All things. All things. All things. In the Greek, that means all. Yeah, well, yeah, you can't change all. <laughs> no, all can't. is always all. All is always all. all. Mm, praise God. <laughs> it's funny when you say it together, though. All is all. <laughs> all is all. All is all. Wow. That is so awesome. Um, this is really, it's talking about uh, the base of this is covenant. Yes, absolutely. You know, and when, when you understand who you are in, in Christ, you really get an understanding of that covenant. You get an understanding of, of just the love that God has for you to pay for that covenant that we get to walk in now um, through Jesus Christ going to the cross. And it helps settle you. Yes. I, I, I know it helped settle me when I got that understanding of covenant, that understanding of what Jesus did for me, who he made me to be, not who I made me to be, not who I tried to be in Christ, but who God made me to be through that covenant. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more than a conqueror. I, you know, greater is he that's on the inside of me than he that's in the world. And there's so many scriptures that, uh, that we could bounce around to about, about um, our identity, but they're all, all based in that, that covenant that he bought on the cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so powerful. And exciting. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and if we would just get that we're connected to him, mm-hmm. and that, you know... When that would it, be like, something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and and that, that we're in him. Yeah. That, that, that he is in us and we're yeah. in him. And that we don't have to be afraid. We don't have mm-hmm. to be worried. Um, and uh, he laid down his life uh, for us. And therefore, we can lay down our life for him, mm-hmm. to him as our friend. Yes. And uh, if we, uh, you, we all have priorities, and uh, you know, we can, you know, we can think of what's important. This is important. That's important. That this other thing's important. But this is really the most important mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And if we would get that, our life would be so much happier. Absolutely. And we we chase around. We run around chasing after things when we already have the thing that we've been looking for, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's wonderful to have him in your life, mm-hmm. that he's your friend, but not only that, we're his children mm-hmm. and that he loves us and he's taking care of us and he's leading us and guiding us. And, you know, this is my commandment and that he says like that we're his friends when we follow his commandments. And sometimes people see that word and they're like, oh, <laughs> He's like, like being, he's wording. like, yeah, like he's <laughs> bossing me around. But no, mm-hmm. he's leading you to good things. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and I think if we laid down our stubbornness and pride, uh, we could follow after him mm-hmm. in a better way mm-hmm. because his commandments are good. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. They're good. And mm-hmm. they'll lead you to a good place, mm-hmm. lead you in his good plan, mm-hmm. his expected end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you talked about a little bit about uh, rejection, but I know you're ready to jump in there. And I thought so many people get stuck in the acceptance thing, but mm-hmm. identity answers that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that this verse reminds me of is something that I've uh, read by John G. Lake that was a statement that he would make. And he says, 
and I, forgive me if I'm not quoting it exactly the way he did, but it had to do with the fact that he says the, the secret of living the Christian life is not in the doing, but in the being. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, and he went on to talk about uh, what that means. And, and what he was sharing was that many Christians are trying to do the Christian life. Yeah. So they find who their identity in what they do, mm. right? And that's what a servant does. A servant finds his or her identity in what he or she does, right? That's, mm -hmm. it's based on doing. Mm -hmm. I do this for my master, I do that for my master. Right. So their identity is wrapped up in the doing. Mm -hmm. And what he was saying is that the secret of living uh, the Christian life the way that God has put it forth in his word is not in the doing, mm -hmm. but in the being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So who we are, our identity, being who he's called us to be. Mm -hmm. And if we can be who he's meant for us to be, who he's made us mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus, then we'll, the, the doing follows the being. Mm -hmm. The doing is the natural fruit uh -huh. from the tree. Amen. Right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. much of Christianity, unfortunately, has become something where we're trying to change the fruit on the tree <laughs> <laughs> instead of changing the tree. Yeah. 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 No yeah. more crab apples. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you, you, that's a, it reminds me of something in the Bible. There's numerous places in the Bible in the Old Testament and a couple of places specifically in the New Testament where people have an encounter with God. They have that relationship, that being with God and their name gets changed. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. yes. Their name, get, their identity gets changed. And in the, in the Old Testament, there was a lot uh, encompassed in a person's name and it, mm -hmm. it, it defined to a point who they were. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, one that's coming to mind is Jacob mm -hmm. who became Israel after he had that encounter with with God. He became Jacob, which means kind of like a swindler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, he became Israel, the nation of God. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, just after that encounter. Now, in modern times, we don't change our names and we have the encounter with God. But the same thing happens on the inside of us. I can testify in my life back in uh, the, the end of 2012, beginning of 2013, I had an encounter with God. And I got a new tree. <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> and it started bringing up different fruit yeah. and much, mm -hmm. much healthier fruit and much plumper fruit and wonderful fruit, you know. And yeah. and um, that's that's so much a part of that identity is that that encounter with God, and it comes out of being, yes. being and and just being with God, mm -hmm. being in a relationship with God. And out of that comes that identity, and then out of that identity in him comes that fruit, and it's a wonderful yeah. thing. You know, mm -hmm. um, as a teacher, I, I love teaching siblings because mm -hmm. you encounter, like I like to get to know families, get to know mm -hmm. them, and you, 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 you learn one facet with one child, and then you learn, like, you know, you have this other child that looks similar, and they look like their parents, and they, and they, and they, but they act kind of different, and so it's nice getting to know everybody. But when you have, like, you know, us, and and then, or you have your children, and everyone says, oh, they look like so-and-so. Oh, you know, and look at what they're doing there. Oh, that's mm -hmm. typical, you know, Uncle Harold, you know, <laughs> those kinds of things. But the thing is, is they didn't do anything to do that. Mm -hmm. They right. just were, yeah. and they grew. Yeah. Yes. And they didn't make themselves do something that, to look like their parents, mm -hmm. or make themselves look, do something to make themselves like their family. That's right. It's just, they just lived. Mm -hmm. And out of that living, 
these characteristics started to show and they look mm -hmm. slightly different <laughs> than other people but it was themselves yes and so as if we're just like if we just live in what he has he's laid out for us just live and be yourself mm -hmm. these aspects and you can they, they'll just come out of you that's right mm -hmm. and they'll be they'll be him mm -hmm. they'll be jesus reflected Mm -hmm. But I, what I think that people do is they get unhappy because they see, they think it has to look like so-and-so. Right. Mm -hmm. Or it has to look like you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Instead of comparing this way, mm -hmm. we does it look like him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when you're in him, it's going to look like him all the time. Yeah. And it's wonderful and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly who you were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I think when you brought up um, John G. Lake, mm -hmm. sometimes we read these stories and, and they're true and their testimony is phenomenal. It should build our faith, mm -hmm. but then we try to do stuff that would be like him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or like Amy Semple McPherson or mm -hmm. any of the others. We read them and then try to do it. Yeah. And that's where things fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. And if you really think about what is it that you admire about their life and ministry, yes. The part that you're admiring or that you like, that's Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. Oh, yes. That's really good. Exactly. That's what you're actually admiring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're seeing the, the life and the character and the nature of Jesus shine through their lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? You're seeing the fruit of them abiding in him, the vine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing the vine yeah. identified through the branch as mm -hmm. fruit. You're seeing that characteristic, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And so, therefore, you look at that, and we get all caught up about the different branches. Look at this branch. Look mm -hmm. at that branch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're excited about the branch mm -hmm. when really it's about the fruit that comes through the, from the vine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in the yeah. same way, we get excited about, look at John G. Lake and what he did. I can do that. I like mm -hmm. that about his life. And, or whoever it is that we're talking mm -hmm. about that's notable. Mm -hmm. And so we make big deal of that branch. Yeah. Yeah. But the characteristic that we really like, what we're identifying, what we're seeing there, the f is the fruit that comes from the vine. Yeah. Right. Amen. Which is Jesus, mm -hmm. the vine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Amen. Exactly. Yeah, we have to stop looking at leaves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I often, I, often uh, I hear you talk about the exploits that you've done in your life and, and you are doing in your, <laughs> in your life. And I, I often think to myself, oh, man, I just, that's where I want to be in, in my walk uh, as a, as a born-again Christian, as a pastor. But for me to do that, I don't... I, to try and do exactly the way you do those things, the way the, the Holy Spirit works through you, is just me trying. Mm -hmm. The way that I can be like I see the Holy Spirit working in your life is coming and to that relationship, mm -hmm. coming back to the vine, like you were saying, Pastor Jason, yeah. coming back to that relationship, that 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 interaction with God, and then because I'm a different person than you, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> and so. What I see coming out of you will be the same boldness that comes out of me, but it'll look different because Absolutely. I'm a different person and mm -hmm. God's given me different characteristics and abilities to interact with people and, and stuff like that. But it, the, the, the source is the same, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit coming back to that relationship, coming back to that identity of who we are in Christ, that vine, that, mm -hmm. that root, mm -hmm. uh, and, and letting it grow from there as opposed to trying to do what you see somebody else doing. That's mm -hmm. right. Exactly. Mm. I think it's very good to be able to identify that place of what you were saying, oh, this part, 
because it tends to be that when we're looking at someone and we see that part that's Jesus, there'll be a specific way that it speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. What I mean by that is in my life, I could tell you person after person, and even historically in my household, there were people who had a ministry of intercession. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. from the time I was small, I was drawn to those who seemed to connect through prayer. Mm-hmm. Every encounter I have has been through that. When I read John G. Lake, I was moved by how he prayed. Mm-hmm. When I read mm-hmm. uh, Maria Woodford, I would say, this is how she prayed. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't see for years that that was the seed that God had put in my life mm-hmm. that he wanted to bring forth. And of course, Jesus is an intercessor. Mm-hmm. And so there was that part I was identifying it. But I could tell you story after place after place after people who had uh, one particular, and we've often mentioned Charlie's under the bed. Charlie was a great influence in my life growing up and he didn't have his own family, so we adopted him as a grandfather. He was a man of intercession. Even when I was small, I would go to him, tell me, Charlie, about this. And he would tell me stories. And, and when he passed away, I had the honor and privilege of, of doing his memorial service. And one of the things that was so big in my heart is to recognize, and I spoke to the people who were there, recognize the seed he has planted to intercede for others. It was the most unique thing that had ever happened. When he passed, I knew he was gone. Hmm. I knew, it was like something lifted. I knew that somehow the prayers that he was making on the earth, it had, it, they were there. Mm-hmm. And I knew, and, and I, I said, Mom, we better find out what's happened. And he had gone home. Mm-hmm. And he just gone to home. It's just sleep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just went to sleep. And he was with Jesus. He was in his 80s. And, and so I knew that there was that place that now we had to pray for others. Yeah. We had to step in. Mm-hmm. I knew, and, and it, was, it made alive the seed that was sown in my life. Mm-hmm. And I began to recognize it. As I recognized that place and said, this is God, mm-hmm. I could surrender to it better. And as the more understanding came the more I did it and then I'm like oh all these seeds God was God was you know had this path all the way along I just didn't clue in for years (laughs) (laughs) and I think that I'm not alone in that I think that we don't often recognize so I think if we can recognize that seed if we can recognize Mm -hmm. that place this is this is where God's been trying to get our attention Mm -hmm. you know and maybe it's not intercession it could be another area Mm -hmm. you know like I said with you different areas and it may not just uh, definitely in things that are calling related Mm -hmm. right Um, we can see that for sure but it's not just there there's character as well there's certain characteristics Mm -hmm. um, that we can see that are in people that are in believers that we gravitate towards Mm -hmm. right that person is just so kind or I just see merciful they're just so merciful all the Mm -hmm. time and how is it they can be so giving and Mm -hmm. we gravitate towards those characteristics Mm -hmm. and that's a good thing uh, as long as we're not holding up that person above who it is that they're representing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're representing Jesus all of us are meant to represent Jesus in the earth and that's the one who we should be holding up so when we see those characteristics we should look and go the reason why I like that character, why I'm drawn to that characteristic is because it's like Jesus. It is like yes. shining that I'm yes. seeing. Um, there's a verse that this reminds me of in First Peter chapter 2, and it's, again, it's an identity scripture. Mm-hmm. And since we're coming to the, the close of our, 
uh, episode here. We'll read this quickly and uh, maybe pick it up at the next one here. But it says in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9, it says, but this is from the Amplified Version, it says, but you are a chosen race, mm-hmm. a royal priesthood, a mm-hmm. dedicated or a holy nation, God's own purchased special people. And now we look at that and there, there's identity there. Yes. there. I mean, you can see that very plainly. He's telling us who we are yeah. to him. Yeah. That's where I, our identity comes from. And he says, that you may set forth. See, there's a purpose in that. Mm-hmm. We are that so that we may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him. Him. He's yeah. the one that we're supposed to be displaying. Mm-hmm. His characteristics yeah. are what's supposed to be displayed. So we've been made a chosen race. We've been made a royal priesthood. We've been made a holy nation, a dedicated nation. God's special people so that we can show, mm-hmm. demonstrate, set forth, reveal His deeds, His virtues, His perfections. Mm-hmm. It says the perfections of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. And that's the reason why He's made us who we are. We're meant to reflect who He is. Amen. Amen. Oh, Amen. So Let's be that reflection. Mm-hmm.